0: Mastermind Agent is proud to present success calls. Top real estate agents from across North America reveal their success secrets, strategies, and systems in up close and personal interviews. You can find all the calls at
1: www.mastermindagent.com.
0: Hi, I'm Mike Cerrone with Mastermind Agent. This month's top agent is Tony Baroni with Keller Williams in Brandon, Florida. Last year he closed. 231 transactions with a total sales volume of 56 million. His average sales price was 242,000, of which 45% were buyers and 55% were sellers. Tony has a 14 member team two buyer specialists, one lead buyer specialist, one listing specialist, one outside sales associate, one director of lead generation, one listing closing coordinator one buyer closing coordinator, one listing coordinator, one marketing and media manager, one field rep, one stager, and one lead listing specialist team leader. Tony is the team leader of the Tony Baroni team. He's been an agent for 13 years and works the Metro Tampa Bay market. In this call, Tony talks about working in logistics before real estate receiving 30% of his business, 70 closings last year, from online reviews. The Promise Review and Referral Program, including script and role play. What to say and do to get clients to write five-star reviews for you. The six most important websites to have your reviews posted on and which site has the most Google juice. How to promote your reviews on Facebook. Why 75% of his past clients fill out an online review. How he gets 55% of his business by repeating referrals from past clients in Sphere of Influence. His top 25 referrer party. Team dynamics, profit margins, and more. First, a quick word from our sponsor, RealGTV, real estate agent lead generation television. Need more referrals? Get a free script and simple three part plan used by a top agent to receive and close 74 referral transactions in one year. Just go to freereferralscript.com. That's freereferralscript.com. Now back to the show. Welcome to the call, Tony. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. Hey, Tony, it's great to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us today. Before we talk about what you're doing today, Let's go back for a minute and talk about what you did before you got into real estate.
1: Oh, great question. That seems like so long ago. Let me get back in my memory bank and, and recall that time in my life. I was actually a logistics consultant before real estate.
0: Wow. What's logistics?
1: Yeah, that's what everyone always asked me. I didn't know what it was till I started. And uh, really what what I did was I helped make people's logistic departments more efficient and save them a lot of money in the process. So that's what we did. And I was in the automotive field. I did that for about four years. And our uh, our clients were the clients in Fortune 500 companies that supplied to the end product like Ford, Mercedes, and things of that nature. So I ran something called a AirPath. Basically, airbags across North America, brake lines, and uh, kind of made all that happen for for my clients.
0: So, logistics is moving stuff around. Is that correct? Yeah, it's moving moving stuff around. That's correct. Yeah, <laughs> I try to simplify. That's an easy way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's pretty complicated, but you get stuff from point A to point B across the country or across the world, and so it's a lot of moving parts in the background to make things happen, and. That's pretty exciting. So, how long did you do logistics? I did that about four years, Mike. Four years. And what made you decide to get into real estate? Yeah, good question. Uh, Really, the first,
1: you know, inkling I had was I was buying my first house and thought to myself, hey, I think I can do this and I enjoyed it. We bought a foreclosure and really had a pretty challenging transaction. Um, Hired an agent that, Didn't have a lot of experience. She was really sweet. She just didn't have a lot of experience. And we had a lot of issues buying a foreclosure for our first home and just really got my hands dirty on that. And um, the more I got involved with it, the more I enjoyed it and said, hey, I think I I can do this. I thought real estate could be pretty easy. And boy, was I wrong.
0: (laughs) I think we all make that mistake getting into it. Now, I have a quick question before we dive in too deep. Uh, Have you ever taken the DISC personality profile? I sure have. And do you recall how you score out? Yeah, I'm actually, uh, for natural, I'm a high I and
1: D. uh, I being just a little bit higher. And for adaptive, I'm the opposite, a little bit higher D, and uh, I being the secondary.
0: Ah, uh, very good. Well I thought maybe with the logistics you might have been a C, so I was just uh reaching out there.
1: That's probably why I left and that's what I tell people is my C is definitely maybe a third. You know, it's definitely below midline. And eventually I woke up one day and just said, All these details are driving me absolutely crazy. <laughs> and I can't do this anymore. Realistically so I created systems to allow me to do that for four years, but naturally, it wasn't who I was. So that's interesting you brought that up.
0: Well, let's do this. Let's talk about that very first year that you got in the business. Did you have a fast start or a slow start? Um,
1: So that was 2005 was my first year. And in Tampa Bay, Florida, which is where I'm located, really, that was the, it ended up being the turning spot of the first month that prices started to fall here. Many people didn't know that at the time, uh, but I had a pretty good real estate instructor that showed us how to look up all the stats in our MLS. And I kind of figured that out pretty fast that we were in a market where it wasn't going up, it started to go down. So that was my first month in real estate.
0: How did that first year go? So we ended up, uh,
1: I think we did about 24 homes. We had a pretty unique model. I worked with two other individuals, and uh, we were with 100% type company at the time. And we would do people's loan, um, mainly A paper loans, and also we would be the realtor, and we mainly work with buyers. And that's what we did. And we sold about 24 homes that first year.
0: And that year, were you the agent or were you the loan officer? Which part of the equation were you? I did both but I would say I was 90% the realtor. Okay, very good. So you closed 24 homes that first year and uh, so that's a pretty good start. That was you and two other folks. Were the two other people were they brand new to the business as well? They
1: were. They were actually one uh, had pretty extensive background in the mortgage business, so you know, he naturally wore that hat for the most part.
0: How did you throw together? How did that come together? How did you meet each other? Yeah, so
1: basically I shared my goal. Hey, I'm going into real estate. And both of them said, hey, I think that sounds awesome. Why don't we all do it together? And uh, that's kind of how it all started.
0: That's how it got started. Are you still working with those folks?
1: No, I'm not. We actually worked about a year and a half together. And uh, unfortunately, due to... Them doing some some other things, they ended up getting out of the business entirely in 2007. I, uh, through, you know, where it was a really tough market here in 2007, they basically decided to get out and I was left standing and saying, I'm going to stay in the business. And at that point, I joined Keller Williams Realty.
0: Well, let's do this. Let's fast forward to today. So how long have you been in the business now? So it's twelve to thirteen years. And how many homes did you sell last year? And what was your sales volume?
1: Yeah, we sold two hundred and thirty-one homes for about fifty-six million last year.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Do you recall your GCI?
1: Yeah, it was about one point, uh, just over one point five.
0: Nice. And just when we start preparing for this, do you recall how many homes you've sold in your career? Yeah, actually uh I looked it up and we're right now between 1200 and 1300. That's great. Today you've got a bigger team and you've got a lot of production and so a quick question, are you currently in production? I am. I'm about I'd say about 15% right now, 10 to 20% somewhere in there. So about 10 to 20% of your time is production? Correct. So how many properties did you personally transact of the 231? Last year, it was around uh, 60 homes. Oh wow, wow, yeah. So you're still pretty active on the production side of the business. And how many team members did you have last year? Last year was about 12.
1: Uh, we had 12 to 14 the past last year and this year. So I think we're right now around 12.
0: Well tell me this uh, let's let's tell everybody where you are. Where is Brandon, Florida? Yeah, Brandon is uh just
1: uh it's a suburb of Tampa and uh it's ten minutes from downtown. Libraway Selman Expressway. We're ten minutes from downtown, Tampa. And uh where we where my office is located, it's right on the interstate and off the crosstown that pretty much uh, you can get anywhere really fast um, within Tampa Bay, so we cover all of Tampa Bay, um, but our office space is just located in Brandon. So that includes like St. Saint, Saint Petersburg, Clearwater, Lakeland, Florida. We cover a pretty big area, Mike.
0: Very nice. And how big is your uh, the population in your market area?
1: Yeah, in our market area, uh, like I said, we really cover all of Tampa Bay. So it's really, you know, we're talking about a couple million people in where
0: my actual office is, we'd be more around 250000 in the greater area. Your market right now, could you describe your current real estate market? Like what's the average sales price? What's the average yeah. time on the market? Uh, are the prices trending up, down, or flat? Yes, sir. Yeah. So the average
1: sales price is around 280000 right now. The um, average days on market is about 70 days for our market. And
0: what was the other question, Mike? Yeah, are your prices, are they going up, down, flat? What's happening in the movement of the market? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so good question. Uh, prices are still going up here. We've got a seller's market anywhere if it's 500000 or under. And 500000 and over is really a buyer's market here.
0: Very good. Well, what I'd like to do at this point is I'd like to get into how you're generating all that business. I mean, 231 closings last year. That's pretty spectacular. My understanding is you got a couple main sources of business. You got internet leads around 41% of your business and repeating referrals around 55%. Let's jump into the internet leads first. Could you tell us what you're doing with the internet to generate leads? Yeah. So, you know, our company, Keller Williams as a whole, really believes in something we call the triad, which is...
1: Listings, leads, and leverage. So we believe everything really starts with listings, and then that helps create leads, and then you have to obviously hire leverage as you grow in order to service the, the the business on the buy side and the listing side. So, in short, that's our strategy. So we we're a very strong listing team. We go out and get listings, and then we market them well, and we use um, the internet to generate as many leads as we can to get the seller the most money possible and then hopefully meet more buyers that we can help along the way. So that's really
0: our strategy in a nutshell. Now, a quick word from our sponsor, Real GTV, real estate agent lead generation television, where top agents reveal exactly how they create consistent flows of home buyer and home seller leads into their practices every month. Need more leads? Hit the pause button right now. Open Google and search RealGTV. That's R-E-A-L-G dot TV. Now, back to the show. Where are you going out specifically on the internet? How are you bringing those leads in? Are you advertising on Facebook or Google? Are you getting Zillow leads? Uh, How are these leads coming into you? Yeah, so we do um, do Zillow leads. We do Facebook ads we are really big
1: online for reviews we have over a thousand reviews online so a lot of people find us that way as well and we're five star rated on those websites in general or like you know four point nine nine something out of the thousand reviews we do have so that gets the phone to ring
0: tell me more about those online reviews how did you get a thousand reviews just being
1: really purposeful about it so back in 2007, 2008, 2009, I started experimenting with clients on getting reviews and being purposeful about it. And I found that if I did a good job, they were more than happy to do reviews for me. And as I got those, I'd use those in my presentations. I would, you know, eventually be doing Facebook ads and things of that nature with them. And then I realized that no one else was doing that at the time. So then we really started becoming um, experts in Tampa Bay online when people were looking for an agent. And here is a really uh, very transient area where we have people moving from all over the world and all over the U.S. here, and and uh, they don't know a realtor, so they look online, and that's how they find us.
0: Where are these reviews being hosted? Are you hosting them yourself? Are you sending people to put a review on a specific website?
1: Good question. So we focus on six websites, no particular order. Zillow, which is also Trulia, because they're owned by the same company. Realtor.com, Yelp, Angie's List, Google My Business, and Facebook.
0: And is there one that you like to send them to more than the others? I think Zillow has the most Google juice, in my
1: opinion. I call it Google juice. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a technical word or not. But. It is
0: now. <laughs> Let's go through the technical side of this. Let's say that you just closed a transaction. You got a happy client in front of you. Everything. I assume you do it at the end and everything's done. What is specifically well, do there? Well, go ahead. Yeah, you're a great question. I'd say it
1: starts at the beginning, so... Really, right when we meet people, we're talking about it day one. Especially as your business grows to forty percent of it coming from the internet, and a big portion of that being online reviews, the people just get it, you know. So if they've called and they found you online, they're going to understand because they've they found you by reading your reviews. So they're more apt to do them. So it's kind of like a snowball effect um, to some degree. So I'll just walk you through it, Mike. So basically when they call in and they're setting an appointment, either with uh, myself or our ISA department, we right off the bat, probably the easiest way, Mike, if if you're good with it, could we role play real quick? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay, let's do it. So, Mike, can I share with you what we call the promise with our team? Uh, Sure. Okay, so here's what the promise is from our team to you. Our promise is that we will give you the best real estate experience you could possibly ever imagine. Does that sound good?
0: That sounds fantastic.
1: I thought you would say that because that's what everyone says and that's what everyone wants. So if we're able to deliver the promise, we ask for two things. Would it be okay to share what those are? Uh, Yes. Okay. So the first thing we ask for from our clients is we want to know how we did at the end of this. We wouldn't know how we did without feedback. Um, At the end of all this, we're going to actually ask you for feedback. The way we do that is by sending you online reviews. And we're going to ask you to do online reviews for us so we know how we did. Would that be something you'd be willing to help us out on?
0: Yeah, that sounds fair.
1: Okay, great. And then the second thing we ask for is we want to sometime between now and closing, we actually want to earn a referral from you. We want to compel you to give us someone that we can help where they need to buy, sell, invest, potentially uh, they're trying to decide to put an addition on their house where they need to refinance, something to do with real estate. Could you do that for us?
0: Uh, You know, if you do a good job, it makes sense. Okay, great. Now, remember, Mike,
1: we're not just saying this. What we're doing is we're delivering the best real estate experience you could possibly ever imagine. And if we do that, those are the two things we expect. Would that be okay?
0: Yeah, that sounds fair. Okay. Now, here's what the
1: promise isn't. It doesn't mean everything's going to go perfect, Mike. Okay? There's human beings involved in real estate, and there's going to be things that happen. At times, things will go sideways. I assure you. But what I promise is that we will know the solutions to those problems, and we will help coach you through those when you want to pull your hair out because that will happen at some point during this transaction. Okay?
0: That sounds good. Okay. So, Mike, I'm excited
1: to work with you. We're going to deliver the promise to you. And just let me know at any point if you have any problems throughout the transaction. And this is really, really important for you to know. When you do run into that person between now and closing that you want to refer us to, it's going to be really important that you actually get permission for us to call them. Can you do that for us?
0: Okay, sure. You mean to ask them if it's okay for you to call them?
1: Absolutely. So they'll be expecting our call because we want to make sure we get in front of them and we talk to them about what their goals are because we just want to help them with their real estate needs. Makes sense. Okay, so great. So that's it. So we're going to deliver the promise to you. We're going to work uh, work hard for you and make sure everything goes nice and smooth on this transaction. Great. Thanks, Mike. So that's what we do. From the very beginning, throughout the process, our, our different departments are talking about this, and we're delivering it. And that's how we get reviews from our clients. And we send an email out with links on six different websites, and we ask them to fill those out.
0: So they get to choose which website they post the review on. We ask for all six. Wow. Do you often get all six? Yeah, very often. Yeah, our metrics
1: 75% of the time, and we're right at that this year.
0: Wow. Do they have to fill in six different forms, or do you have one form they can fill in that auto-fills in the other six? No, um,
1: they have to go to each website, unfortunately.
0: Wow, and they're doing that for you. That's really impressive.
1: Well, it, it is. I, I found if you're talking about it enough and they know it's important to you, then they'll do it. You know, we even at closing will say, you know, if they say, Mike, you did such a great job for us. And I'll say, well, great. I really appreciate that. And when you guys do the online reviews, you'll be surprised how many people are going to read that because they're going to find out what our service is all about through you. Because I can say whatever about myself. So they really trust those sources.
0: You've really thought this out. You have a full game plan. You're starting from the beginning with the idea of the promise. You're forecasting what you want them to do. You're coaching them through what you would like them to do. You've asked them their permission to do it. At the very beginning, this is very powerful. What percentage of the people do a review?
1: Yeah, so our metric this year is about 75%. And that's that's the goal.
0: Oh, percent we're we're Real right out.
1: around that now. Yeah, at least one. So our metric is at least one website, but most of them if they do it, they're going to do multiple ones. It's just a matter of which ones.
0: Wow. <laughs> that is pretty neat. And now then you take those reviews and you use them in your marketing because there's nothing more powerful than a testimonial.
1: That's correct. Absolutely. And uh we celebrate it, too, as a team. You know, we make a huge deal about it. We have contests within our team on who can get the most reviews and who's mentioned the most. And, I mean, we do all kinds of fun stuff behind the scenes, too. But we celebrate every single one. And, in fact, we, I post it um, on an internal Facebook page we have every single one. And I do that myself because I read every single one.
0: So you've ingrained that into the culture of your team, to ask for them to celebrate them to to revel in the fact that you've received them and and you're i assume you think what you said is you're sharing the one review with for agent a with the whole team we are yep we sure are yeah it's awesome how did you come up with this idea for the promise
1: yeah so i stole it from another kw agent just to be real honest and uh We actually added the reviews to it. So his big thing was referrals. And I realized we already did reviews like that for years. And we just said, okay, what's the two things that can impact our business the most? And to me, it was reviews and referrals. And kind of combined his with ours and uh, decided how we're going to go about that with our clients. And since, Mike, we've known for years that people write these stellar reviews for us. I I know our team lives up to it. So it's just a matter of uh, knowing how to talk to people about it. And it took some time to figure that out between every team member. And if you talk to a different team member, it might sound a little bit different than mine, but it comes from the heart and it's sincere and it's authentic. And uh, it's just part of what we do.
0: Now, so through the course of a transaction, how many times are you requesting the online review and the referral. How many times are you talking about the promise?
1: Yeah, um, every single department is talking about it frequently. So, you know, we have an ISA department, we have a listing team, we have a closing coordinators, and then our agents actually attend closing. So all of those phases, we're doing that.
0: So probably four or five times plus the email at the end, after the transaction uh, with the links. Yeah, we sure are the whole time. Yeah. And it's funny, like,
1: and just to say how much this works, I'll be out locally, you know, where I live, and I will have people come up to me at restaurants. They'll come to me, and I haven't even seen them yet, or they're working with a team member, which I've never met them, and they'll come over to say thank you for the service. and ironically, they'll end up talking about the reviews and they'll say, Tony, I just want to let you know, I haven't had a chance, but Kate on your team was amazing. I'm going to do those reviews and I just haven't had time yet. And I'll say, no problem. That's fine. I'll have Kate follow up with you in a couple of weeks and just make sure you got the email. And they'll say, well, well no, I got the email. I just haven't had time to do it." Okay, great. No problem. So then I'll circle back with Kate and let her know. I ran into these clients. They're thrilled. And by the way, they want to do the reviews. They just haven't had time.
0: So it works. Yeah, that is powerful. Now, let me ask this. You've got a lot of reviews. I assume over the years you may have received a negative review or something that didn't look so great. How do you handle that?
1: Yeah, good question. Um, Yeah, so obviously we have to do the research and we always respond. And just Thinking off the top of my head, we've got a couple bad reviews and one really wasn't even a client. They lost on a multi-offer situation and they were mad because we didn't counter offer on one of our listings. So they wrote a bad review. So we just responded professionally and explained the situation and explained to the world that we weren't their clients. We were the listing agent and our goal was to get as much for the seller as possible. In this scenario, we had three offers. One was 25,000 under asking price. One was 50. Yours was 50 under, and we had a third offer and it was full price. And we chose the full offer. And by the way, you can't always count on a counter offer to happen if you get a full price offer. In. So you turned a negative into a positive and, uh, Everyone reads the negative one. So you want to make sure you respond very professionally, do the research. And if you did something wrong, just own up to it.
0: Very good. Nice advice. Thank you so much for sharing the promise with us. That made a lot of sense and and was quite exciting. And you said that other benefit here is it's generating new business for you with people just reading those reviews online. Do you know what percentage of the business that's coming in is coming in? directly because they came off of a review.
1: Um yeah, it's it's pretty high. It's out of the 41%, it's probably 30%. I mean, it's substantial.
0: Wow. Yeah, so I can see why you're trying to get more and more reviews so that people can see you and do you do anything to boost reviews out there into the world? We do. We we run Facebook ads showcasing the agent that got the review.
1: And we do an ad saying, you know, call, I keep using Kate, um, cause she just came to mine earlier. So, you know, if it's Kate, for example, we'll, we'll say, call Kate, you know, if you want this type of service and we'll have a, the review and then we'll take a picture at closing typically, and we'll put the review next to the, the testimonial on a Facebook sponsored ad.
0: What a great little mechanism to generate business. And by my count. That's about 70 transactions last year off of these reviews that are generating business just on their own. That's pretty cool.
1: It is. It's really cool.
0: That was a good investment. Uh, Let's do this. You also are generating uh, quite a bit of business, 55% from repeating referrals from past clients and sphere of influence. Let's talk about that for a sec. How big is your database of past clients and sphere of influence?
1: Yeah, we have about 5,000 in our database. And uh, past clients, I don't even know off the top of my head. We know there's 1,300, but in Florida, you know, a lot of people move out of state when they leave, so we don't really count them from the standpoint that they moved out of the area. Obviously, we do on the email, but we do a lot of mailings as well and client parties. So I would
0: say right now it's roughly a 1,000,
1: you know, that we're really focused on.
0: What database software system are you using? We use
1: uh, something called Seize the Market, which is a CRM out of Jacksonville, Florida.
0: Did you say Seize the Market?
1: Yep, Seize the Market.
0: Seize the Market. Are you happy with that? How long have you been using it? Yeah,
1: I've been very happy, and we've been together almost five years.
0: Tell us what you're doing on an annual basis to stay in front of your past clients and sphere of influence kind of give us your overall annual marketing plan.
1: Yeah. So marketing wise, what we do is uh, we do client parties. So this year we decided to do, I'll go over several things we do. So everyone that closes the first half of the year, we throw a party for then everyone that closes the second half of the year, we throw a party for client party, and then we do a. This year we, we're launching our first one, which we're going to do a Halloween party, where it's an adult only costume, and DJ, food, whole thing at one of the the nicest places locally, one of the nicest venues. Um, so we're launching that this year, and that's an invite. We're going to have 250 clients whoever RSVPs first. We'll be able to go and we've done bowling parties. We've rented out movie theaters. Every year we do a top twenty five referral giver party. So whoever gives us the most referrals, we roll out the red carpet, throw a really nice party for twenty five and twenty-five and a guest, and then I have my whole team and their significant others, spouses there as well.
0: Wow. It sounds like you like the parties. How come? Hey, uh,
1: you know, I think I got some training in college, just throwing good parties. So (laughs) why not do it for my clients? (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've always been told that parties are great because you have so many opportunities to get in front of your client, mainly in the invitation phase when you're asking them multiple times to show up. Then if they do show up and then you have a post party, you have all these great contacts where you're not necessarily begging for business when you call, you're inviting to a party.
1: And that's right.
0: And, you know, I think,
1: uh, I think it's important for them to feel appreciated. You know, these client appreciation parties work. People really, really appreciate the, the little things.
0: I like how you're doing the top 25 refer givers party. Uh, you're putting a lot of emphasis on what actions you want people to take. Are you doing anything else with the top 25 other than the party once a year?
1: I'm not. Uh, we do stay in contact. And generally, I'm going to be, uh, I mean, for example, just give an example of of that. Um, one of the top people that have referred me in the most business was actually uh, a hairstylist um, that I know. She owns her own salon. And she's given, guess how many closed transactions she's given me, Mike?
0: uh, what period of time?
1: I've uh, known her about 10 years.
0: Over 10 years, 10 referrals. 32. <laughs> nice. She knows
1: a lot of people, a lot of people. And she's not, she is the, probably the best colorist known in the area. So she gets pretty high end clients that go in and they're talking for two to three hours. And, So anyway, with her, like I I did a pizza party for her whole salon um, a couple months back and just said, hey, lunch is on me this week. What day would you want to do it? And I just sent pizzas. I didn't even go over there because I I was booked that day, the day they chose. But the little things, you know, if, uh, if I have a client that I know they're a St. Louis Cardinals fan, I may send them a book about St. Louis Cardinals you know, and send it via Amazon and just with a little handwritten note. So all the little things that makes the experience special. And they're like, wow, Tony really knows me, you know, and uh, so does our team as well. So try to do, make the clients feel as special as possible.
0: So you're, it sounds like your main marketing medium is these parties. Do you do anything else to stay in front of your past clients, and sphere of influence during the course of the year?
1: We do. We, we also send, uh, we put everyone on a five-year mailing program when they close. And it's for five years, it's 25 bucks, and touches them 23 times in five years with mail. We also do just listed just sold cards as well um, for 100 people around the property. And then we do 100 of our top clients. So, just listed, just sold on every single property. So, they're getting postcards in the mail every week of random properties we're selling and just staying in front of them.
0: Evidence of success. That is fantastic. Well, Tony, let's do this. Let's switch gears. Let's talk about your team. Could you give us a quick overview, kind of the structure of the team, what the positions are, how many people on each position, and what they're responsible for?
1: Absolutely. Yeah so proud of our team. They're just awesome people, really great human beings. So I have three buyer specialists, one being a lead buyer specialist that leads that team. Um, we have myself as a listing agent and owner, um, Craig, another listing specialist. We have another guy in training as a listing specialist right now. He's actually our OSA, um, outside sales associate right now. But he's working on becoming a listing specialist. And we've got a listing closing coordinator, full time, buyer closing coordinator, full time, uh, listing coordinator, full time, and uh, director of lead generation, full time, part time recruiter, and part time field rep, part time stager. Yeah, one last person. We have a marketing and media manager, and she does all our photography, videography. She's in-house. If she's not doing that, she's doing marketing projects for us.
0: What does the director of lead generation do? Yeah, so they uh, they
1: really oversee our ISA department. So they're the leader of that department. She really uh, is helping me build that department. So rather new role on our team that we've created. And our goal is to double that department in the next three months.
0: So you've given us a big picture of the team now, Tony. A question people are going to have is Are you profitable? Yeah, we are.
1: We are profitable. Um, as we've grown, you know, profitability has uh, decreased. And as I've gotten less in production, you know, that number definitely changes. But we, yeah, we're definitely profitable.
0: Could you give us an idea of where the profit was when you were heavy in the production and where it is now? We're just looking for percentages.
1: Yeah, for sure. We were about. Fifty to fifty-two percent when when I was the only listing agent, and now we're hovering uh, between twenty-five and thirty.
0: Tony, what drives you? Yeah, so for me, really, what I call my big why
1: is essentially just to be the best person I can be—best realtor, best husband, best father. You never arrived when you kind of have that philosophy, in my opinion. So it's just really to be my best and never think I've arrived and, and constantly try to improve every day with uh, the canny, you know, the, the canny personality of uh, Tony Robbins, the constant and never-ending improvement. So that's really what drives me overall in my real estate business specifically. Our goal is to do a thousand units in 12-month period. So that's what we're building the foundation for right now, be able to, to even help more families.
0: Do you have a timeline for when you want to hit that goal? Yeah, we do. Um, so in the next four years
1: is where we, we believe we'll be able to hit that.
0: Fantastic. Well, I hope you do. That's that's pretty exciting. That's a big drive. Tony, if you were going to advise a brand new agent just getting in the business, what would you tell them to do first?
1: Yeah, great question. I would do, you know, this is a tough question because I think it depends What people think. I'm gonna I'm gonna use the really the Keller Williams answer, and Keller Williams Realty. Um, So if you're gonna build a team, I would read the Millionaire Real Estate Agent book that Gary Keller wrote and Jay Papasan, and uh, I think that is really a great model to follow. By the way, that's what I'm doing as well. And if you're not building a team, or if you're building a team, I would take a class called Bold which is uh, a Keller Williams course, which you don't have to be a KW agent to to do the class. It's actually open to everyone and not, not a lot of people know that. But uh, I think that sets you up for your daily activities and what your day should look like um, and mindset, scripts, how many contacts per day should you be making, all of the things that we should be focused on. So that's what I would do. And I've done it six times. That class alone
0: <laughs> it must be paying off,
1: yeah, it has. I'm a slow
0: learner, but
1: um, you know every time you're in a different place in your life, and you've got to keep learning I'm very learning based
0: well, Tony, do you think the top agent interviews like the one we're doing now with Mastermind agent are valuable?
1: I really do, I really do. I think your work here is probably changing lives, you know with other realtors because people have walked before you. You don't have to figure it out all on your own. So I think what you're doing, Mike, with your podcast is fantastic.
0: Thank you. Well, Tony, I've come to the end of my questions for today. Do you have any parting thoughts for the listeners? Yeah, so again, going back,
1: consistency is the key. So, you know, I think that we all throw out numbers, but we don't really have a plan sometimes. So if you're, you're struggling, are struggling No one's going to hold you more accountable than someone else. I mean, you know, the bottom line is I I feel like everyone needs some type of coach or some type of accountability partner that is actually going to hold you accountable to your goals. And if you can invest, invest in a real estate coach, that's what I would do. And I wish I would have done that a long, long time ago, but I started in 2013 and it changed my life and it still is today. So, you know, invest in coaching. In some way, no matter what organization you're with. And um, I think it'll pay off if you're coachable. So the key is to be coachable there. So that's what I would do. And uh, be consistent, be coachable, and go crush it.
0: Well, Tony, you're right. Consistency, accountability, goals, a coach, and a plan are a powerful combination. Early on, you put your focus into online reviews, and it's paying big dividends generating 30% of your production. The Promise Review and Referral Program is well thought out, integrated into the team culture, and a huge success. Asking for client help is important. Asking in the right way is critical. I have a feeling your 1,000-unit goal is not far away. Thank you for sharing and being our top agent of the month. And join us next call we talked to an agent who sold 118 homes last year, 82% by referral, find out who he is on the next success call. If you like the show and want to know when the next one's coming out, click the subscribe button on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you want to hear more episodes like this, give the show a five-star review and write a quick comment. I read them all and it motivates me to keep going and share the top agent success stories with you. Thanks. If you're looking for more ways to generate leads, check out our sponsor, RealGTV, Real Estate Agent Lead Generation Television, and their giant database library of video trainings where top agents reveal, demonstrate, and discuss their best lead generation methods. Visit RealGTV R E A L G dot TV. If you're low on funds or just want to get the maximum leverage, check out my masterclass webinar titled Top 5 Free Lead Sources for Real Estate Agents. Learn more at FreeLeadTime.com. That's FreeLeadTime.com. Oh, and if you have a real estate friend who needs some inspiration, tell them about the Success Calls podcast. And don't you forget to subscribe right now to hear all the great top agent ideas. Keep moving forward.
1: You've been listening to Success Calls on the Mastermind Agent Network where top real estate agents from across North America reveal their success secrets, strategies, and systems in up-close and personal interviews. You can find all the calls at www.mastermindagent.com.